Hi, you're listening to Love in Limbo Land, the dating podcast for millennials. Dating is hard, and we walk you through the experiences we've had, the experiences our guests have had, and what's going on in the world in general when it comes to dating and relationships. And you may be wondering, who are we? My name is Kudzi, and I work in digital entertainment, and I love connecting to people who have stories that can inspire others to find love in their own lives. Whether it's crazy, a little bit ratchet, or just plain old simple, I love stories about love. And I'm Tiffany. I wrote my master's thesis on online dating, and I've always been interested in commitment, relationships, and what it takes to find that long-lasting love we all crave. On today's episode, we have Wahima, who goes by Just Call Me Wa on YouTube. She calls herself super single. She's never been in a relationship, never had a boyfriend. She's been in love, but in an unrequited way. And recently, she went on a few dates with a perfect gentleman, she thought, but it ended up in a less than ideal situation due to some communication issues. She's here to talk about situationships, aka undefined relationships, and how to handle the murkiness of the unknown when it comes to dating. He had his toes out on the first date. What? What? Tell me about who's, why, what, why? what do you mean toes out? Were they manicured? Okay. Was <laughs> it a dry toe? So they were dry. Um, I feel like, you know, sometimes people who have melon in their skin uh, avoid lotion. And sometimes people who have melon in their skin don't avoid lotion. <laughs> <laughs> that avoided lotion. Um, so I went to his house for the first date and um, I wasn't expecting to like go in and chill. I was expecting to just meet him there and then we'd get into his car and go to the place. Um, but that didn't happen. He wanted to hang out for an hour, which, you know, is nice. Like I, I appreciated it, but I didn't know what was happening before. I feel like I've been on a lot of crappy dates maybe or like hadn't been with like a gentleman who like planned out the evening. But anyways, I got there and he wasn't dressed up and uh, he wasn't ready to go. And so we sat on the couch because he wanted to like chit chat for a couple minutes. Why? Is that normal? Wait, how did you meet this person? And is it normal to... And you just went over to his place? How about if he was a serial killer murderer? You you know. I mean, you got to take that chance, girl. Like, oh, no. You know how to take that chance, girl. You, you meet them in a bar or a coffee shop, somewhere <laughs> where they can't do any crazy tomfoolery. Um, uh, I dropped a pin. I told my friends where I was. <laughs> Find your friends. Find oh your friends. You're good. God. Okay. Yeah. You weren't scared. I don't know. I'm just scared. No, I wasn't. Um, you know, I feel like I wasn't scared. I just wasn't. I didn't expect to go in. Um, but we it was a an apartment complex. So I'm like, my screams will be heard, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I get in oh, no. sit down and he sits on the couch next to me and like offers me water and, and you know, drinks or whatever. And then he like puts his feet up on yeah. the table, on his on his like um ta- uh living room table mm-hmm. and is just wiggling his toes while talking. Like literally, I could hear the sound of his toes. Like, oh. they were that dry. <laughs> no, this does not sound like the perfect gentleman to me. I mean, first of all, he needs to come to you. I don't like this. You coming over to him like Postmates. Like, yeah. tell me what what like when he said like come over to my place. You're like, okay, cool. Well, here's the deal. He can't come to my place. Um, one, yeah, not I, to your place. Like, why don't we just meet up where we're supposed to meet up? I think it's because in my mind, I live so far. I mean, I don't live that far from anyone, but in my mind, like I live in the worst area in the world. <laughs> and so I would rather just go to somebody else's like area to to hang out because my area is not the worst but it's just not a lot out here um and i figure because he lived in costa mesa costa mesa and in orange county there's so much to you do went all the way to orange county wait where what area are you located now i'm in san bernardino so it's oh, about okay. uh, like it's either way it goes like i go to la to go on dates with guys and i'll go to like i guess now costa mesa <laughs> to go oh on God, you're a traveler these yeah these are little mini road trips what are about, what there's about, no, what about there, the guys there there's none i live in an area where like how can that be possible there's got to be someone like yeah, yeah, they're there. i could believe that i'm i'm single i don't have any kids i'm um 36 like everybody my age in this area is like married or mm. you know 
they're in the thick of it right now. Got it. <laughs> they're, okay. they're younger than me and cause I'm by Cal state San Bernardino or they're younger than me and they're like 24. Mm-hmm. So like, it's definitely, this is not the area for, it's not a big city like that. Whereas I feel mm-hmm. like Costa Mesa will have that kind of environment, even though it still isn't as busy as LA, it still isn't San Bernardino area. Right. But why just, not like meet in the middle? You're right. You're right. What's in the middle? The middle. I I don't know. So this is hard. Like, I don't even know what the middle. Someone was like in the OC and he's like, let's meet in the middle. I'm like, I just don't know what that is. (laughs) Right. Middle is like Ontario. You know, it's just still not good. (laughs) The airport place? (laughs) Oh, like, oh, isn't that where they have the outlet malls? It's like, it's not in the middle of nowhere. It's still in the middle of, of hustle and bustle. So it's not really the mills anymore (laughs) it's not this oasis in the desert it's like surrounded by all the stuff um so it just isn't to me like good i don't know i hear okay i needed the contact so now that makes a little more sense from i don't know about going to his place like he could have picked the place for you guys to meet yeah you're right and now these are all the things that now i'm like taking into consideration this podcast episode i'm just gonna red flag check you as (laughs) I would be like, no, I'm the first side where I'd be like, um, no. I completely appreciate it. No, you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so he's the toes are moving. You can hear the toes. Yeah. So, anyways, at this point, I was like, oh no, you're lucky that I'm here. And so I was very much confident in myself and like how this was going. And then I was just like, cool with it. Like it was fine. I had a little bit of a migraine um, because I suffer from migraines, but I like told him I was, I was a little bit under the weather. And then he was very much like, Oh, you know, let me get you some headache medication. Like, what do you normally take? And like, I explained that to him. So he's like being very accommodating. He got dressed and then we went to this improv show and we had a really good time. Like it, it was like, he planned the whole thing um like held my hand was very like open and and opened all the doors and was such a gentleman and um when I got back to his place like he I don't know if he was expecting to like get some I don't think he was because I wasn't feeling well anyway so it wasn't gonna happen but I I shortly left after that and was like you know I'm sorry I'm not feeling well and I went home so it was a pleasant first date and he was like you know was like well we need to have another date where you're not feeling where you're feeling well and blah 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 so we had set up to have another date that first date so to me that was like very good sign that was like this is great um so then we have our second date and our second date is where I felt a little like where I felt like culturally there was something happening that I wasn't aware of because he kept not, not that this is wrong, but he kept being like, hey, sexy. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, what? Like that. Oh, no. And I felt like I was in like. I don't think that's cultural. I think that's a, it's whack. A, a weird thing. Yeah. It's whack, but it 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 the way it was coming across was like I don't know. My dad's not American, and so sometimes like Belizean guys will say things to you that they think will land, and then like it doesn't land. And I'm like, oh, maybe it's because like you're used to talking to women who that lands on. Like you're not well, just trying- no, because like I can't even think of anyone from any culture who would be like into that. Can you? No, I. Well, you know, maybe it does land. You know what? Maybe it does land. Yeah, it just didn't land with me. So I was like, oh, like, great. Thank you for continuously telling me you think I'm like sexy or whatever. And so I felt a little like objectified. Um, And then we went out and we went to like places where people knew him. And one of the places um, was like, oh, high five you or whatever. And then he was just like, yeah, this is my sexy date to me. And I was like, oh, "Oh, no, no, I'm going to have to stop this conversation. Yeah. So I um, so we had that time and we went back to his place afterwards and I had to tell him, like, I was like, you make me feel like I'm an object on your arm and I don't want to feel that way. Like, so it feels like you're objectifying me. So if you could just lay low with the sexies and all that. And he was just like, really? Okay. (laughs) Like completely like oh okay i'm sorry i didn't you know didn't want to make you feel that way and and all right so so yeah like well that's good mm-hmm. you know, feedback, so i could always give feedback yeah definitely i could always give him feedback and it was it was fine um 
So then we had our third and fourth date. Uh, again, they just went by like uneventfully, but still like it was very much like he was taking care of me. I was meeting his friends. They were all like really great. They all wanted to know everything about me and like, you know, whatnot. And then um, New Year's happened and we were supposed to, or not that we were supposed to hang out, but I invited him to hang out with my friends. Oh. And um, he was like, oh, I have to go to LA because all my friends live in LA. And and I, I understood his trepidation because he would either have to get a, a place in LA or like risk driving home afterwards to the OC with like drunk people on the road and like whatnot. Mm. So like he wasn't sure if not whether or not he wanted to come, and so I had, like basically planned to not have that New Year's with him. But I called him the day of because I was like, okay, I know he doesn't really vibe with text messaging, so I'm going to call him and tell him like Happy New Year's and whatnot. Oh, yeah. sorry. Before that, we had we had a conversation about him not texting me. So oh, I um, love that. So you brought it up. You're yeah. like, what's the like, deal? After I think I I texted him something mundane. He didn't respond. Mm -hmm. And 48 hours later, I just texted him again. And I was like, Hey, you're hurting my feelings. Um, I I don't know what it is that you want from this, but like, I can't do this if you're not going to talk to me and, um, I don't want to feel this way. And so he then texted me back immediately with let's have a conversation. So in about two hours, we had a conversation where I asked him a, where, where did he see this going and B if he could do better about communicating with me like just responding like I I told him that I wouldn't just mundanely text messaged him but if I did that he's to respond yeah so he, um, this is after day two no this is not after day two this is probably after like date three got it okay and um, question you know oh it's because you're a grown-up okay yeah because you're like yeah sensible. well that's what I was gonna ask I don't want to I know clear. like age doesn't matter but like how old was he um he's 33 Okay. A little younger. Than me. Grow up slower. Yeah. So he's basically 15. I'm just <laughs> <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> um, okay. So you had I this love conversation. The way you had the conversation. Yeah. I love how you did that. You like said how you were feeling. You weren't saying, like, you, you know, this is how I feel. So, like, what do you want to do to respond to that? And he was like, let's have a conversation about it, which I think is super mature. Yeah. Uh, so then what did he say when you're like, I'd like for you to respond if I send you these mundane texts or, you know, want to participate in this conversation? What was his response to that? So his response was, yes, I can do better. Yes, I have heard this before. Um, and I can't text. I won't text message you while I'm at work because just that's just the way my work is. So when I get off, I can definitely uh, respond to you. That's not a problem. And I'm sorry I made you feel that way. I don't want to make you feel that way. Don't don't like basically it was like not don't allow me to make you feel that way but kind of that was this I felt the sentiment behind it and I was just like okay you know and then where do you see you know do you want a girlfriend do you see that this going this place and he said that he's not looking for a girlfriend that at at least not actively and so I was like okay so I told him then because we had by that time had been intimate and I told him that I couldn't be intimate with him and somebody else and that I would continue seeing people um because I didn't but I would let him know and he should let me know Mm -hmm. so did he agree to that yeah he he agreed to that he told me yeah see other people um you know and live your life so um so yeah so that was fine and I didn't see other people because truthfully I'm just too busy like I don't like I barely make time for him and at that time I was only I only had one day off a week because we were in the holiday season so after the new year it was going to clear up for me so I thought that I would see more of him or we would take trips to like because he mentioned making wanting to go to San Diego with me like spending a weekend in San Diego or something like that just so that we could have like alone time together for more than just a a night. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, I guess business as normal or as usual when we got back uh, to our respective cities. So I was looking forward to that. Um, And then we continued to talk throughout January. Um, we, I told him that he uh, hurt my feelings on New Year's and just because he didn't respond to me on New Year's. And um, he was like, you know, I'm really sorry. I got your message, you know, happy new year, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think we saw each other maybe two more times after new year's. And then I went to London for uh, a VidCon event and I was in London around, um, for the Valentine's day. And he had said, Oh my God, you're not going to be here for Valentine's day. Now me personally, I didn't even think about it. I've never celebrated a Valentine's day with anybody. 
Um, so yeah, for Valentine's Day, I went. Oh, you told to- him you were hurt. Wait, is that when you told him you were hurt? No. No, no, no. I told him before that one, but um, so I went to I went to London for Valentine's Day, and I left when I before I left, we saw each other, and I gave him a card, and it was really cheesy. It was just kind of like, "Hey, Valentine, like jump me" or something like very non committal and less like whatever so it was just a card and then before I left he said you know take lots of pictures and send them to me on whatsapp so I was like okay so he's like willing to engage with me okay so I took a bunch of pictures and I sent them to him and no response so I sent you know kept sending them I was there for eight days and I sent him pictures no no response no response no response well you kept sending them even after he wouldn't respond because they were just pictures so I was just like maybe he's I don't know. I can tell what that he did it show that it, that he had seen them. Like, did it do the double check? No, it didn't do the double check. Okay, so that's why I was like, oh, I'll just continue sending the double check. Isn't that WhatsApp? Yeah, isn't that what we were talking about? Oh, okay. Yeah, what, no. what kind of pictures are these? <laughs> these are just regular okay. naked okay. pictures. They're not those kind of pictures. I have a, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be somebody, so I don't need naked yeah, pictures. Have that out there. No, yeah, please no. don't. <laughs> and so, yeah, he and I just, he didn't respond. So I get back, I land, and me, it's me and my friend, and I was like, you know, he hasn't responded to me. And my friend is like, just send him like a cheeky text message, like acknowledging the fact that he hasn't responded, and and make a joke out of it. So I was like, okay. So I sent him his message and I was like, oh my God, I'm glad you loved my pictures that I sent you. And then that was it. And then two days later, nothing. So then I text messaged him regularly and was like, hey, you didn't check my pictures. Like what's going on? He's like, oh, I haven't been on WhatsApp. So he went over there and checked it and then saw my cheeky comment and then put a bunch of like crazy laughter emojis. And I was just like, okay. So. Wait, I, but like he hadn't actually opened WhatsApp because you know when they do. Yeah, so like, yeah, I feel like yeah. you're kind of, it's still kind of okay no. Yeah, it was still oh, it's not okay that two day like he knows that like she wants him to respond to things and the text no, but, she didn't but, respond. But was to WhatsApp text. always the medium you used? No, no, no I'm saying that not was, WhatsApp, but then yeah. she texted him when she got back and he didn't respond. Okay, that's days. why. Okay. Yeah. If it's just about the WhatsApp thing, because No, and you already apps. have a conversation. Like actions speak louder than words. And like if you actively said that this makes you feel this way and he continues with that behavior, he's not the one. Yeah. And the the problem is, is that on paper, like, I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy is so great. Like every, like, to, you know, everything in, in order in his life, financially wise, like, you know, really smart. Like I was having a lot of like, uh, feminine problems. Like my, I was having a lot of uterus problems, I guess we should say. So <laughs> I was like telling him about it and I was like, oh, you know, I have this, I have like really heavy periods and like blah, 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 blah. And he was like doing all this research for me. He's like, you should try this product or maybe this and talk to your doctor about that. Like he was very like, I want to help you. Like even with my migraines, he's like, yeah, we tried this. I heard Botox does this. Like, so anytime I would tell him like I had a thing, he would like work on it. And so I just felt like I, that's somebody who like, is great. But I realized that he just wanted that experience in a bubble on Saturday night. Like that's where it began and that's where it ended. And then I wouldn't mm. hear again until the next week. Like so, Chica, my friend, remember she, like, she, yeah. the guy just wanted her to be a stand in Michelle Obama, yes. just like for the look and the feeling. And then, like, yeah. It was just, it was, I started to, to see that. And I was like, you know what, if he were like, if you were super rich and like owner of like several companies and that's what that guy wanted from me, I think that I would be more like, okay, down. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would be down for it. And I didn't, but I didn't realize what this guy was doing until like I, I had already decided or in my mind thought, Oh, this is going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I should have, I went to church with him. I haven't been to church what? in like, 15 years. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, oh, why am I? You were also doing a lot, though. Yeah, you were uh, doing a lot. You were. <laughs> a whole church. Um, the church. The... <laughs> I feel like everything else is fine, but the church, though? Wait a now, minute. Now, people are taking you bring to the faith. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Right. But he invited me. He said, you do want to go. Like, he played in the band or whatever. And he was like, do you want to okay. go with me? You know, I'm okay, playing. So let's support, you know. You need to yeah. give us more context, girl. Because <laughs> we're out here just like, she's going to church. <laughs> she's meeting the friends. She's at dinner with parents. I mean, we just don't know. No, like, yeah. So so Saturday night, right, we would hang out. And then Sunday morning, he'd be like, hey, I'm going to go play at church. Do you want to come? I went twice. Um, and I was just like, uh, I, could, I felt like I couldn't say no because he invited me to go. So I went. And 
And it was just very different than the churches that I had gone to personally. It was a lot of like flip-flops and leggings. And I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, this is not my bag, nor do I want to stay around and listen to this word because this praise and worship right. is a little whack. But like, <laughs> right. but like, I was like, okay, I'm still going to go. Like, he's very talented. He plays the guitar and the piano. Like, he just, like, there's so much about him that was just so exciting right. and yeah. right and the part that was wrong which i think in general is that i wasn't right for him and what he wanted i don't think like because i wasn't christian i think that was a bigger deal to him than what he led on and i'm not led on how, but- how about you here like i'm hearing him like that's fine whatever but like he wasn't what you wanted either you wanted someone who texts you and communicates with you and wants to see you and is excited to hear from you like how about no you deserve someone who's going to give you the things you want too you're right and afterwards hindsight i was i'm able to to think of that and be like you know what i learned a lot from him like i learned a lot about what i want it was it's like almost like the next step like i finally got past date four and then i had this guy and i was like oh great he fits everything that i would want but there's still another layer of what now I know I need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when did it start getting a little shaky, like truly shaky? Like what was the ending? So the ending was so unexpected. Like he, I, when I get, got back from London, I text messaged him that Friday. I got back on a Monday, text messaged him on Friday. And I was like, Hey, are we meeting up tomorrow? And he said, no, this weekend is no bueno because of work. <laughs> Uh, and I said, okay. And that was February 22nd. And I haven't heard from him since. Huh. Oh, wow. Also recent. Wait, but did you reach out after? No. Because his modus operandi is not to respond to any text messages. Right. So, like, I was just like, I'll just wait for him. Because last time we had, like, a seven-day no, no speaking, he ended up responding to me and being like, hey, what's up? Like, let's hang out. And so I just kind of expected that he would just contact me when he was ready. And like, it was the end of it. And so I was hurt. But then when the girlfriend experience thing popped into my brain as to like what was happening, I was like, oh, like that's when everything like, zoom, 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 like Mm -hmm. came into focus for me. And I was like, oh, I see what this was. Like, so he doesn't act like, he had already told me, see other people, like, you know, whatever. And so it was, I knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. But I didn't expect it to end so abruptly. abruptly, but like it was the way it needed to happen, I think. Mm. I went to London. I like, you know, it's, it would have been better had that happened than I had seen him on a Saturday and then not heard from him ever, ever, yeah. ever again, you know? In retrospect, kind of reflective while I'm a mode, what would you say were some of the red flags that maybe you missed about this guy who wanted this girlfriend um, experience in a bubble? Um, I think, honestly, it was just me, the communication in between. That was the biggest thing that I could have taken from it and I should have realized. But I was trying to, I think this is something that women do is that we try to make it work because we're like socialized to believe that all a man needs is a good woman or some shit. And like, all we have to do is kind of like mold to that and then you can get what you want. And so to me, I was blinded by the fact that he was everything that I wanted on paper, like tall, dark and handsome. He had melanin and wasn't afraid of it. Like mm-hmm. he had an outside per- outsider's perspective. Like there was just a lot about him that I found refreshing. And so I was willing to be like, okay, so he doesn't like, so he's not a texter. A lot of guys aren't texters. And then I just had to realize that it wasn't right for me. Like Mm -hmm. I need someone who is not obsessed, but I need someone who's like interested in talking to me during the day. I mean, during the week. And the right guy will think you are the most amazing, interesting person in the world and will want that. I think like what we do as women, I totally agree with you because I've done it is we make excuses like, oh, like everything else is great. So this one thing like I can compromise. But that one thing is actually the uh, signifier of how invested and interested they are. So I think like the communication thing is a big piece and we shouldn't be like, well, you know, everything else is great. When we do hang out, it's great. But a relationship is not just the times you hang out. It's like feeling good the times that you 
aren't together too. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Have you been in other situationships before? Um, nothing as clear cut as that. Like, well, yes, the answer is yes. Um, I was in other situationships when I lived in New York city, but they were all like one of the guys I found out had a girlfriend, which was like, so I was just like, how are you able to manage all of this? And well, (laughs) did it like I was spending the night at his house and I was like, what if your girlfriend had showed up? And he was just like, no, she wasn't going to. So like, I was able to have like a cathartic conversation with him after that. And he was like, but I really like you. I I get a lot of that. Like, whereas Mm -hmm. something is usually going really well with me. I, I now know that I have to ask a guy directly looking at him in his eyeballs. If he has a girlfriend, because if I don't ask that question, then I could be with a guy who does or a girl. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. I, uh, I think like, you should like you'll know their character and who they are by how they treat you and if they're being like shady or like you can't hang out certain nights or things like that you they'll give you clues if you look like if you have a conversation with them and you get to know them you'll know if they have a girlfriend I, I've never been in a situation where I found out the guy had a girlfriend on the side and I've never had to ask anyone I'm I'm busy enough in my life, in my regular life to where that could happen. Like where I'm like, I'm available on, usually it's pretty cut and dry. It's never, never rotating. Like if I'm available on Saturdays, that's the day I'm available. So if he makes himself available to me on Saturdays and, and text messages me through the week, there's no way for me not to know until like, at least in the dating part of it. Um, so the, the guy that I was, um, the guy that who has night, I was spending night in New York city. I worked with him. So I saw him all throughout the week, like Mm. every day. And then the night on Wednesday nights had no idea. Wow. No, that's crazy. But you knew him, right? Like as a coworker too, did you ever feel like he was not, he was hiding things or did you, did it? No, I assumed that he was dating people like mm. you know what i'm saying but like had a whole ass girlfriend no <laughs> like some girl that he was like spending multiple nights a week with who like thought of herself as his girlfriend and who eve he even said was his girlfriend and like i mean it this went on for like i want to say he kept it under wraps for like three months and then finally somebody at work was like blah 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 your girlfriend blah 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 and yeah. he looked at me and i looked at him and i was like like this i i could only smile because i was like you have a girlfriend and he was like you knew that oh my god i'm dead this is what they do that's what they do they make you feel like you're the crazy crazy one one. yeah he's like you knew that but he had a smile on his face and like i he knew i didn't know like i had i knew he was he had dated someone but i i assumed wrongly that they had broken up which is why he and i were like whatever and i and he then told me that they had broken up, but then they got back together at some point. And he just neglected to tell me. So I forgot to mention that. I forgot to mention it. Um, so he tried to he tried to keep it going. And I was just like, no. But I mean, oddly enough, we remained friends because I wasn't deep enough in it to like be pissed off that he'd wasted my time. Because truthfully, my, again, my time with him was great. Like <laughs> he was a gentleman. Right. So I, I guess I have a question. So you say you've never been in a relationship. Um, why do you think that is? I am in therapy, girl. I don't know. Like, it really is something that's been, it was really hard for me to manage in my 20s. And then in my 30s, when I first moved to New York, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, because I had so much to do, um, mm-hmm. so, such a social life. But now that I don't have that anymore, and I'm like focusing on like YouTube and all that stuff, I'm starting to realize that for a long time, I've been very lonely. And mm-hmm. I don't know how to, like, you know, you have girlfriends and people in your life that kind of feel that void but in general like as I get older like I want someone that I can like completely confide in and like talk to whose like job it is to give it back and to take it and give it back you know and so um it's been really hard like it's it's been hard but it's also been eye-opening and interesting to watch people do it and to not be able to figure out how to do it or like what it is like it you know it affects your self-esteem like I said I I I don't get past date four now sometimes that's me you know grabbing the check and paying for the last meal and being like sorry this is not gonna work for me Um, (laughs) but either way it goes like 
either I'm not feeling them and they're feeling me or I'm really feeling them and they're just not feeling me. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm great though. Like (laughs) credit, I'm independent. I don't want you for whatever, like, you know, I mean, I feel like that's, a lot of women every, a lot of yeah you and know. guys too i mean i've been uh, single for a while I, I what i mean is guys uh historically mm-hmm. because of like the way that our system is have been that they've mm-hmm. been the provider and the mm-hmm. one who makes the money and and does that i think now in the landscape that we are in like women are there too and i think it's tough for both sides one foot in the past and one foot in the present to move forward yeah you know, just as the way that things were and the way things are now, it's like, oh, I still want like the traditional, you know, like him to do this and that. And then at the same time, like I want him to be okay with me being passionate and making my own money and not needing him for anything. Mm-hmm. And I think that really scares guys when mm-hmm. they feel like this person can leave at any second because they they don't have anything that's tethering you to them besides yeah or they're intimidating or they're intimidated by what you bring to the table because they don't feel like they match that or they want to like not lord over you but have have some kind of power dynamic over you that you don't necessarily have over them um i get it like all the time or or if i do date somebody who wants to try to wrangle me sometimes that's that's what i call it i date somebody who i find is like okay but their purpose is to like shut me down and like kind of wrangle me Mm -hmm. i'm like no you're not gonna make me feel like i'm wrong for like editing my videos you're not gonna make me feel wrong for like trying to secure the bag like if you can't can't afford to do all the things that i'm trying to do in my life then like don't expect me to not do them because you want I don't know, want me to not succeed or you want to be the one to do whatever. I'm like, I have a family to take care of. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. well, I got things that I need to do. Like, stop. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I also think a big part of it is, is that, but I don't even think it's like just only the male female dynamic. I think it's just people. I found yeah. that like people like us or like you who have another frequency that's very high that they're operating at that like have things to do in and like are very focused very rarely can like truly connect with people that are just like living you know yes. it's like because in your you're you're like you're really focused you're like you have things to achieve i've got goals i'm going and you want someone at that high frequency that can either understand that or if you're going to be at the yeah I was going to say, even if you're at the chill frequency, that understands that. But if you're at the chill frequency, you really just don't get what's happening in the brain. Yeah, I absolutely uh, even with friendships, yeah. even with like people that I may have worked with in the past or like anything. If they're not in that, like, let's go, we're hustle. moving, hustle yeah. vibes, it just doesn't connect because they're like, why, why don't you just like sit on the couch? Yeah. Why don't we just do? sleep until like 5 p.m.? It's like, no, I've, the weekends are the time to do all your stuff. So I think. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. It is yep. a frequency. I absolutely agree. What a great way to put it, too. I've never thought about that. I've never thought of it in that way. But I, because I've said it in different ways, like I think in my videos, but I've never been able to like describe because people either you get it or you don't, right? Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who I think, um, especially women, I have a lot of strong, empowered women who I think follow me and who are always like, yeah, I've been, I was single until I was this age and this happened. So don't worry about it. And, and like, and I'm like, I don't. Ooh, that doesn't make me feel good. Like also right. a biological thing happened happen in my body where the doctors are like, you should consider having a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a pressure that's happening. Cause they're like, you're not going to be, your eggs aren't going to be viable for much longer. So yeah. now I'm running up against like time frame, and then like just, mm-hmm. just wanting to be with somebody who like understands that like, if we are going to be together, then we are like going to be a team mm-hmm. and like, I'm looking for the long haul at this point. I'm not looking to like mess around with you until you decide what you want to do. Like I want to have children. I want to, I want somebody who wants to do that too. And if you're not there, then you're, that's fine. But you and how I are old is this guy 33, but He's how you should date older. How soon do you communicate that this is what you want to that guy? Because um, do you think that he might think that you're down for, casual just having fun and seeing it where it goes because yeah that's why i had to have that conversation with him because i realized that that's what i was putting off and then also Mm -hmm. i I didn't realize that's what i wanted so honestly like the discussion what of what i just said to you was something i've i've recently come into like Mm -hmm. after 
you know, February 22nd, that <laughs> the day that will ever be etched in my mind. No. But after that last conversation between he and I, like, I realized that that is what I want. And so now when I'm on the dating apps, like, I'm very much like, hey, what are you guys on here for? What do you want here for? And I'm like, I'm in, I'm on here to be in a serious relationship so that they know where I'm coming from with that. Right. So like I said, I've been talking like to my therapist about it and like what it is I want. Cause like, I really am lonely and I think I need to stop feeling this way. I don't want to feel this way for any more of my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. So, and I've had like moments of that too. It's, I think it's, again, I'm telling you the high frequency lifestyle lends itself to like loneliness very yeah. easily because you, it's, it's very easy to over-focus mm-hmm. on like one part of your life, especially in the hustle yeah. that you forget to like do the human connection stuff right. and like invest in that place. Like I was a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I feel like kind of lonely. Like I know people and I talk to them and I have fun and I do things, but it's like always like for the hustle, mm-hmm. not for like the joy you, of the people yeah. and for me. Um, it, yeah. And I think it's really easy to get there. And the fact that you're aware is good. Maybe I should go to therapy. Should I go back to therapy? I think therapy. everyone should do therapy. Yeah. I mean, I think that therapy is the best thing because, you know, sometimes you need an outside perspective and it shouldn't be your friends who are biased and have their own shit going on. Right. It should be a trained professional who can help you break it down and figure out solutions that are right for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, online dating is not online, but like app dating, which is, I guess, online. Online dating is the easiest way for me to do that. Mm-hmm. Just because, like I said, I do live in such a like male desert and like I I work a 40 hour work week and then I'm editing videos like when I'm in my busy season. And like I said, I will always make time for somebody like I can figure out a schedule, but they have to be worth that time to be moved around mm-hmm. and to be made. Because otherwise, just for like funsies, like I think that I sh- if that was what I want, which is not necessarily what I want, I could find that in my area. Right. Right. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, but just for funsies, I don't have no, time. I just don't like. Also, don't want. Someone don't asked time. me that. I was like, "Listen, I'm not a spring chicken." <laughs> He's like, "What does that mean?" Am I? I'm looking for something serious. Like, you know, I think um, it's also like how you carry yourself and what you put out there. And I think like that's now that you realize this, I think you can definitely like bring it to the the dating app so that people can feel that energy. I think like all of this led you to that point of this discovering this is what you want and so now you know with the clarity i think you're going to be able to move forward in the right direction because if you don't know what you even want how is that person going to meet you there yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah i do do feel very empowered um about it and was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go on these dating apps i'm gonna put myself out there and uh see what happens yeah. Tell me about your YouTube channel. How you started, what kind of content you do. I mean, you know, when I met you, do you remember? We met at VidCon mm-hmm. two years ago with Evelyn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We were outside at the YouTube Black mm-hmm. situation. And was, um, so my YouTube channel started off as beauty for dark skinned women. Um, my heart wasn't in it. And then I just changed over to like comedy videos about like dating. And then um, eventually I just started talking about The Bachelorette because she was the first uh, that year. She was the first black bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, I talk about black women stuff. So I started just reviewing the show that I didn't like, but I called it hate watch the bachelorette with me. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of g- gained a new audience, a stronger audience. And then 90 day fiance is a show that I love and was watching anyway. So I just started re- recapping that and I was able to get out my comedy stuff and my recapping like in the same video. And then I went from full part-time job to full-time job. So then I couldn't do as much content, but the watching of the show and this, the filming, the video of the recap about it really like changed my YouTube game. Like mm-hmm. I went from not getting many views and like getting paid from Google sense or whatever, like every three months to like every month getting a check. So okay. I, now I talk about just do social commentary. So I have a weekly show called morning tea where I talk about um, any sort of uh commentary that's happened in the in the world so like news events and stuff like that and then um when the season comes back i will start doing 90 day fiance again i was doing this show called love after lockup which everybody was watching and it was just so much fun so i just is that like love after prison what is it about love after lockup is a reality show on we tv where people start to write to convicts or to felons and they fall in love and when the person gets out of prison they get married 
what it's it a is, thing like people actually do that? oh my god there are people yes <laughs> why are they writing to convicts? you know a pen pal yeah because they're bored or because they find you know a lot of the times they're i find people. that is people who want to date somebody who doesn't have any other choice and like oh my god i'm dead <laughs> um wait so question you review these like um the bachelorette and love after lockup and 90 day fiance is there any kind of uh, takeaways that you've gotten from watching those for your personal love life that you're like, oh, like I never thought about it this way, or this is a, a new way of looking at it, or I'm going to take this approach, or maybe this is what I shouldn't be doing um, from reviewing all of that. Um, from reviewing it, I've I've gotten you um, need to communicate with what exactly it is that you okay, want. So don't that's assume, why you like are yeah. good at telling people. Don't and, assume that someone understands or knows what it is that you want, or assume. Don't assume anything. Um, one thing I also learned is like just to be aware if someone is kind of you using you for. Um, so like it's like the example I gave about him taking me out and like being like this is my date and people like not high-fiving him but basically that's what I felt I was just like an object and I'd never felt that before so it's like being aware if you're being objectified um, or used for whatever reasons that are outside of money you know because people can use you for other things clout that I get used for a lot so like what do you get used for a lot clout Oh, like no. that same thing. Like I've been on dates with other guys who've done that before, like high fived people. <laughs> like I'm just like what? Like don't treat me like bounty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, and now you have a social media following, you just kinda of have you just don't know anything. People asking you to tag them. Yeah. Like, what the? Yeah. I've been someone's asked me to tag them before. Really? And I was like, Yeah, and I was like, Are you joking? A date? Yeah, just like yeah. Oh my god, bye. Hey man, I'm gonna ask you to tag them. No one's ever asked me. <laughs> I never even followed him on social media. Like we never followed each other on social media. So that could have been a red flag too. <laughs> mm, do you do you follow them, Tiff? I do because I wanna see their museum. Do you let them follow you? Yeah. They can see I you know what's so crazy? Like last night I was at this dinner and this guy's like, it was your Instagram and he looked at it and he's like, That's you? And I'm like, Yeah, he's like, You look way better in real life. <laughs> and I like didn't know if I should be like what? happy about that. Or I was like, first I was like, What? I thought that was a cute pick. And then, then I was like, Oh, at least like I guess I look better in real life. So that's what did he good. mean? He said like look, look or like, just the like aesthetic. It doesn't look like you. Oh, it was this picture, or like, but like in a you look better in real life. So why did you post this picture away? I like archived it because that was so triggering to me. But <laughs> yeah, I think these days, and like I added this guy, this other guy from the thing, and then I looked at his picture. And I'm like, oh wait, like he does like these this and that, and like has this other life that like didn't come up on conversation. Like that's cool. Yeah. Um, and that like gave him a little flavor yeah. before I was like, Oh, he's just a basic guy. Um, and I was like, Oh, he's sweet, but like, he doesn't have, you know, what's his thing that motivates him and drives him because people don't really like lead with that when you meet them casually at the dinner. So I think it gives you a little more context to like jump off of when you see their social media. Yeah, definitely. And I also think that you can also block them or hide them if it becomes. Yeah, a, if hide so I mean, I'm public, so anyone can see mine. And, and I think his is public too. Uh, but it was just weird that like his, he comment on some of my, my stuff, but never followed me. So then I just took suit and didn't like follow him either. Mm-hmm. His Instagram wasn't as interesting as mine. Um, I don't know. I'm always like, I'll follow them. And if they, then it doesn't work out. Like I still, I don't know. There are a lot of people I've gone on dates that didn't work out that we follow each other on social media and didn't stop. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just like, sometimes you're curious about like this other person's life, but like it wasn't a match. Mm-hmm. 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 But it wasn't a match. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Right, but like, let's keep in touch <laughs> keep and in like touch. invite me to things. Thank you. Um, but yeah, thank you, Juan, for joining. I think we'd love to do a JVF style ending, Tiffany. JVN. JVN. Okay, Jonathan, Jonathan Van Ness, <laughs> where it's like the yoga pose. Like at the end, it's like, was there anything that like we didn't touch, or that you wanted, like that pose you want to do, that little piece of advice that you want to share um, with the Love and Limboland audience um, or anything that you just want to mention and share that you didn't have the opportunity to. Yeah. Um, 
I just want to reiterate to women out there to ask for what you want Mm -hmm. and don't settle because you'll end up being frustrated at the situation that you're in, even Mm -hmm. if you're being lonely for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. I agree. Make space for those who matter. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah. 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 That was good. Tweetable moment. And also we'll just do one more because I have a question because this is my favorite question. What would you tell like young Wahima, but like, but as another person, so that you're not like caught up in your own life. But like, if you think of like 23 year old black girl trying to make it, doing her thing, hustling out there, and hasn't like found love yet, focus on your career, find out what you want to do, and focus on it because that'll fulfill you in a way that nothing else will. And other things and good things will come along with you. Um, and you'll have money at the end of it, girl. Like, <laughs> get your finances together so that you don't have to worry about finances and a man. Like, <laughs> you, know, you weren't doing that always. I feel like you just seem like such a career woman. You weren't no. always on I didn't know. I was like, my 20s were really hard for me. I, like I said, the fact that I didn't have someone like really, really stunted me. And the person that I was in love with didn't love me back. And so I just like didn't feel confident in myself. Mm. And I think that if somebody had told me from the beginning to like, it isn't important because as much as people tell you women or people tell women like, oh, you know, you should, shouldn't be worried about a man like like that is not helpful when society makes you feel like you should mm-hmm. be beat up. And so if it's not working for you, like allowing that on that non-attention or allowing um, not feeling love from the, the person or people that you're attracted to um, stopping you from being your best self is, is bad. You know, it wasn't until I was in my thirties that I realized that I just need to live for me and make okay, myself wait. happy. I actually have another question that was inspired by a question that you asked before. And then I heard it on another dating podcast mm-hmm. and everyone gets so like, no one knows. That. I mean, it's such an interesting question to ask, which is what do you think it's like to date you? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I can only think that maybe there's a little bit of like pressure on the person to be who I want them to be and maybe feeling um, that I, that I I feel like sometimes I I can make people feel like they're not good enough or not living up to what it is, my, what my expectation is. So um, that's why I, I try to be honest with what I, and, and I try to take a fucking chill pill too, because I think that I've built up this, like, you need to be this, 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 you need to do this, this, this for me. And like, I don't think that's fair. I think that um, I need to put out an energy of like chill and be you so that I can chill and be me. And so that we can chill and be us together and figure out where that meets. I love that. Tiffany, what do you think it's like dating you? I think we talked about this, but <laughs> I, because I, totally... I have some new thoughts about myself is what I'm asking you. Oh, well, you go first because I need to now think because you've been thinking about it. So you tell me. <laughs> well, the, well, it's just an addition. Yeah. She's just like whatever I said in the past. What did I say in the past? That I'm emotionally supportive, which I am. Yeah. Um, you said you're stable, but stable. we all were a little questioning <laughs> that moment. Okay. You know what? <laughs> if I say I'm stable, I'm stable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think dating me it can be tough because I'm a little bit of a black box. Like it takes a long time to like get down. Feed the algorithm. algorithm. Open the box. The plane has to crash first. It really takes a long, like I'm like, I'm like an unbox. Like I'm a really well-wrapped, beautiful, bougie candle box. Like there's a lot. There's like, the, there's like the package from Amazon, like the plastic. Then there's like the cover. Then there's like the pretty thing on the inside. Then there's like the lid for the candle. And you just have to light it. And then only then. <laughs> like I really, I think it, that's why it just takes a long time. And people told me about this. <laughs> no, it really takes a long time for yeah. you to get to the heart. But I'm also good at getting that to the heart of other people's lives. That. But like it's, it just takes me a while. So I think it can be challenging. Yeah. Mm. But it's just a realization I had. I like that. Yeah. I think I really connected to what you were saying about um, that that pressure feeling. But I think, like for me, I'm so sure of what I want, and like I know who I am and what I bring to the table. That like, if they feel insecure, whatever about like dating that, then I think it's not a good fit. But I I feel like dating me is like. 
fun and flirty. Like I've definitely heard that a lot from the guys. It's like, I always am laughing. I'm always having a good time. I like love new experiences and I love sharing that with people. So I think like we would have a good time together, but I definitely like also have like, you know, I want a relationship. I want to eventually get married and have kids. So there might be that pressure there too but my hope is that they want the same thing so it should be a nice little moment where we're both working towards that goal together versus just like me wanting it and the other person being like well she's fun and like you know i think my fear is being the guy version of like what you were talking about with this guy where he's great on paper and you know i've had people say this to me too there's great on paper um and has all the the boxes but then there you know there's some, that something missing and i think that yeah. something vi- missing is sometimes my being vulnerable mm. because i listened to this podcast recently with Brene brown and they said fear isn't the thing that's stopping people these days it's their armor mm, mm. Oh. so i want to i Look think my candle box i yeah i come in i come into these dates sometimes with this armor because I'm like, I don't know who this person is and what they're looking for because, you know, we've all been, we all want to be strong. We don't want to be weak in that, like, we need to ask for help um, and, or want this, uh, someone else in our life. We, I saw this quote that I thought was so perfect on someone's online dating profile. It's like, um, he's like, I want a girl who's like, I don't need no man, but on second thought, that would be really nice. Like, that's kind of um, my vibe is like, I don't need him to, you know, buy me nice dinners or do all these things or, but it would be really nice to be able to share all those things with someone. Yeah. I'm hoping that I'm able to like communicate that better on dates and take off my armor and be able to, you know, be vulnerable and, and share those and not for this person to feel like I'm putting them at arm's length. Yeah. I mean, I really like for a guy to want to be my friend and that's sometimes difficult for some of the guys that I date because either they're guys who don't think of women as being friends and that's sometimes can get into the way way of that because I just want to be I'm like I I can if you want to be my friend then I think the love and everything else that comes along with it it's only going to be better Mm. I'm like I think I'm funny and I think that like I'm, I'm interesting and fun to be around so I'm like be my friend stop like trying to like put me in a box of like what I look like with you or like my my like can I cook or am I gonna like be nice you take care of your kids you know what I mean like try to be be my my fucking homie and like if we're homies then like we can do anything together Mm. yes love that thank you so much for coming I really appreciate I feel like people needed this because people are suffering and people are lonely and they're not willing to like admit it and just like not living their truest fullest lives Mm -hmm. and the earlier we get to that situation um we can live a better life going forward yeah yeah thank you so much everyone listening make sure you follow us on um twitter instagram facebook at love and limbo land you want to shout out your socials and where they can find you Oh, you can find me on YouTube at Just Call Me Wa. That's W-A-H. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. I'm not really on Facebook, but Instagram at Just Call Me Wa as well. That's Just Call Me Wa, W-A-H. Perfect. Thank you. Check her out, y'all. I've been following for a while. I've seen the evolution. It's been, like, really dope. these reviews. Yeah. Fun. You got to watch 90 Day Fiance. Oh well, you a little too triggering for me, but I'll <laughs> give it a try. <laughs> um, cool. Bye, everyone. Bye. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Kudzi. And you've been listening to Love in Limbo Land. You can find us on Twitter at Love in Limbo Land. And don't forget to go to Apple or Google Play Podcast to subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time. It's over, boo. Don't let them play you.